Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hey, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Space to Face. This is going to be quite a fun episode, perhaps a throwback episode. So we're coming up on a milestone or so we thought. This is technically (laughs) our 13th episode of Space to Face. Uh, We thought it was our 10th. (laughs) We were so pumped. But we underestimated our achievement, really. We really did. Yes. Um, But Asia and I had this idea that because the podcast is very actionable and that's what we aim for it to be and we work towards and we often text each other and call each other as you guys know and we check in and say oh I just had this awesome spacer moment or this awesome facer moment Uh and definitely we created the podcast to be a resource but we have noticed that talking about these things on a regular basis has helped us in our own businesses and we have implemented more of the things that we talked about because I feel like I always hear both your voice and my voice in the back of my mind telling me like hey be a facer be a spacer you know do some things differently so in the spirit of that we have this idea that we would do a little recap of our episodes so far that were the most actionable Mm -hmm. of course we're going to leave out like the first episode that was our intro and our interview episodes but everything else numbers are off because we didn't number those episodes yeah our our numbers are off because those were like the a and b instead of the (laughs) one two three the prerequisites that's what they were (laughs) yeah um so we're gonna go through these and go through each one and kind of check in with ourselves and see like, hey, what kind of progress have we made? Or like, do we have new thoughts to contribute to the conversation on these topics? Because we definitely don't feel like any of these things are one and done type of things. Not at all. Not at all. It's definitely not like, okay, I improved that area and I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. you could always be more locally present. Like, we've said that before that like, you will see yourself transform and like, just be more locally active Absolutely. over time. Yeah, it's, like, exponential. It has, like, half-life or something. That's a chemistry term, I think, and I'm so impressed with myself at the moment. But there's – all every time we think about – every time something happens, we have an episode that we can apply it to. So we kind of want to share the stories and the ways that we've worked out, the progress that we've made, and the progress that we've heard other people make from our episodes as well. Totally. And then we are getting soon to the point where we will be having guests on. And <laughs> that – yay, so excited. Um, that will be more so – kind of like seeing how they implement these things in their own businesses and lives and so definitely I feel like those conversations will be kind of like tapping into our past episodes so it's good for us to do a little recap see where we're at and then we can kind of hear like the real life examples from those people absolutely I'm really excited to go through because we've talked about so much and we were we were thinking about do we want to work backward we want to work forward we're going to work forward because our very first episode was released. Do we know the date exactly? On November, November 4th. 4th. That's so cool. So it's been just a little over two months. And that's plenty of time to like have forgotten and not be as inspired as you were when you first heard it. So today we want to re-inspire you over every single one of our episodes. And just remind you like all the different ways that you can make your business more fun for your life and for your business. I'm so pumped. I'm pretty ready for it. I can't wait. Okay. And before we jump into the recap of episode one, well, I shouldn't call it a recap. The, uh, I don't know, the uh, implementing episode one into our lives and businesses. (laughs) Before we get into that, what have you been up to and how are you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so lovely. It's pouring rain today, so I'm super cozy. I did go to Starbucks because I'm a trooper and I am committed to the cause of the, the facer cause, if you will. Um, but then I came back home after only a couple hours and usually I'm there like three or four because it's raining and I just wanted to be inside and cozy. So here I am. And I also had an awesome spacer moment where this morning um, I Skyped with Amy Young, who we've talked about on the podcast before. She has a YouTube channel and she has her bestest videos are Monday Mantras. Mantra, mantra, mantra. mantra. I don't even I'm say on that. the mantra team, but you know, I've heard both. 
Okay. Um, I really hate the sound ah. Just so you know, we're the only language that has it. Fun fact. I really hate it. So I'm going to say mantra as well. Um, even though then it should be spelled M-O-N, but that's not the point. So her videos are incredible. And we've been emailing back and forth for a couple of months. We got to Skype today. So it was an awesome spacer time because she lives in Boston. It was so much fun. We also are going to have her on the podcast. I can't wait. Oh my God. I so am pumped. Um, also, I'm really excited for next month's magazine. Um, did you, yeah, you saw the cover. It's like the coolest picture I've ever taken in my life, I think, of myself. Yeah, it's I, so good. I feel like I'm Beyonce. It's amazing. Are you shooting any weddings? Like, aren't you shooting a wedding this weekend? I'm shooting a wedding this weekend. I have to drive home, which is really nice because I get to spend time with my parents, and it's going to be not raining, which will be lovely. Um, yeah, so you, it should to, be you have really- to travel for it. Yeah, which is nice. And, which I love traveling for weddings. I think that's, like, it's it's a big, it's, like, half of the reason I love doing them. Um, and I'm going to do something which I'm not going to tell my bride, but I'm going to try to shoot a little video, like, during the wedding. One of my other photographer friends, Melissa Jean, does this, and she gives, like, a little highlight reel. And I'm, like, I don't even, I, I second shot a wedding with her, and I never even saw her making this video. So it must be, like, it does, she doesn't have to, like, Stop the room. I'm making a video, you know? She well, that's did- really cool. My camera, I have, like, the Canon T3i. Like, while you're shooting video, you can take stills. I think I can it. do that, too. I'm sure you can do it, too. I'm sure I can. I think I have done it before, and I'm like, what's happening? So I just shot my very first, like, little fun video of Bellamundo Coffee Shop. Did you see the one with, like, the slow written in the coffee beans? It was fabulous. I commented, and I was like, that oh, was yes. so unexpected for you. Ooh, I love look it. Look at me go. I've been, like, very anti, like, I'm not going to get on the video train because it looks hard. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna try it anyway so there's a lot of new fun things happening and I'm really excited how are you doing I'm stoked for you I am doing great um today was supposed to be my facer time but as you know I'm setting up a new laptop so exciting you've been waiting for this for like a month a long time I'm so stoked this is like finally like I have the tools to work on editing my watercolor course but um yeah I stayed home to set it up this morning because I'm like I gotta hook it up to my printer I had to like do all these things um but I'm trying out this new routine because I work out with my personal trainer in the morning two days a week and um of course I love having facer time but I also like having some like focused facer time by myself yeah so not like I'm meeting someone so I'm trying to have a routine that those mornings before I go I have like two hours of focused time so I would have done that today if I wasn't sitting at the computer, but I'll do it next on the next time I go. Yes. So no big deal. Um, I'm just gonna keep going with the facer party here. Uh, Facer party. (laughs) (laughs) I just found out a cool like local opportunity Mm -hmm. to kind of like sell and share my work at like a home real estate grand opening. So that should be really cool. I am just enjoying the opportunities coming my way. I know. It's just rolling. Girl, I get to see you in not very long from now. Oh, my God. In less than two months. Dude. It's sooner than I thought. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really That's why, It's so funny because I have, like, some shows coming up. And I don't know. The, the, the interesting thing about being an artist is you kind of just, like, produce these pieces sometimes like not for commissions but like the ones that you just want to do mm-hmm. you just produce them and then they're there until they sell yeah and then they're to be displayed and then I realized I was like I have two shows I need to work on getting mm-hmm. stuff ready for so it's even better excuse to just start like making everything making you know? new fun things that's how mm-hmm. I feel about my beanies they're pretty similar yeah I just make them and hope they sell that's or I just crazy. have 40 beanies I have still no beanies for myself though right now how sad oh are you when, you when you sell, like, pieces of art that you wish you could keep for yourself? How sad is that for you? Okay, it's really funny if you ask me this question because I have some friends who, like, it's really, really emotional. They're really connected to their paintings. Mm-hmm. And, and you're uh, just I, not. You're just cold. You're like, bye. Well, well I am. Uh, like, <laughs> so my one friend is so connected to hers that she doesn't sell her original paintings. She just oh, sells, wow. like, canvas prints of the originals. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool Um, because she just wants to make sure they're taken care of. Um, I will admit that, I don't know, I'm someone who likes to produce so often that I like to make, like, a lot of things in one sitting, so I don't feel like I'm as attached to them, because it's not like I'm, like, oh, this, this one thing, you know what I mean? And, but also, I have noticed the more I get in tune with my own style and the work I want to be creating, the harder it gets for me. Yeah. So, like, I just finished this round piece. I know, I was just gonna say, but the one, the, what did you call it? Rosemary. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was like, how are you ever going to part with this? 
It's hard. So I sold it. <gasps> already? Yeah. Oh. Uh, through Instagram, which is oh amazing. God. I mean, already awesome. I didn't mean it sounds so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is I'm a little bit bummed because I have three more canvases of the same size and I could get more and I would love to see them all lined up. But uh, like, so uh, now I have to, I'm sending one off tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm you sending need to make them and not her off. And then so you can see all of them right in the row. Yeah. So yeah. for me, it's like, okay, like I'm happy to make more work. I'm happy to sell them. And like, for me, like the sales always mean to me that it's an opportunity to make more work because I have more room to put them and store oh. them. So I'm always like happy about it. Um, that's also the point of taking very good photos. I was just going to say, at least you have photos of it, which is really great. That's really nice. But you need to have, like, a whole house, like, full of your own art. That's what I think. Basically, I my room is full of your art. Like, I literally <laughs> it's amazing. Have a corner of my room that is all Paige Poppy stuff. It's incredible. I really love it. I love that. That's actually, okay, this is so sad. I know my bedroom only has one of my pieces, and I have one of Sue's Ford pieces but i'm working on the gallery wall so that will happen it's just funny like there's like if i get really attached to one i'm like it's okay i'll get to hang it up and then it sells and i'm like oh bye that's so sad it breaks my little heart that that when i sell when i make beanies i really like okay i just want you to know that i'm not really comparing my beanies to your artwork right because like i don't have like legitimate like emotional connection but sometimes i do it's a really nice one it's like it's a nice one or like something i took like a lot of time i really love design or whatever and i will wear it I will for sure wear it and I like wear it around. And then if somebody buys it, like I might wear it another day before I send it out. So I'm like, I really just want to wear this one because I think it's adorable. So I feel you. I would hang myself up immediately. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as it was done. Anyway, we're going off so many tangents right now. Oh my gosh. So many things. We're just excited about our lives, obviously. Our, our everything. Our everything. Okay. Let's get back to our recapping. So episode uno was titled how to be present locally, AKA how to be a facer, AKA how to be awesome. And this was just kind of our basic run through of like how to become a facer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coffee shops, the connections you can make with like other service providers, which definitely sounds like internet, but we mean like hairstylists. Like, yes. Yeah. But like here, you know, your personal trainer, uh-huh. anything, you could even start your own local community. So that was kind of our how to. Yes. And, and we definitely talked about being able to, if you're already involved locally, using those platforms to talk about business um, like in a natural way. So let's say that you um, are like already involved in church. You already have like a volleyball crew going, which is you being a facer um, and using opportunities like in that to be like, oh, this is what I do. We also talked about that in episode eight, I think, where we say like how to start and continue dropping hints about your business. That's a really key foundation to being an effective facer because you could like go play volleyball like for a hundred years of your life straight and never mention that you're a photographer and then like what was going to happen with that? Nothing. So those two kind of connect pretty well. Yeah. So do you think that you have anything that um, has changed or evolved or been more local for you recently? It's Since such- um, when did we record this? We record again, on November 4th. November 4th. I mean, it is so exponential that it's insane because just like you're saying, like you, you get more, you get used to it and then you like crave that interaction and it just becomes part of your business. So like for those of you who listened to it two months ago or haven't listened to the episode at all, we definitely talked about how it might be uncomfortable for you to like get out of the house and work from a coffee shop or to start talking to people about what you do. Um, and we're saying it's imperative. Like it's not like, oh, if it's uncomfortable for you, don't do it. We do say that about a lot of things like when we talk about um how to be a spacer like how to be online there are a lot of things online that like if you don't want to do it don't do it it's totally fine but getting out there in one fast or the other like is an imperative part of your business if you're running a local business and even if you're not because by being inside on your laptop all day you can make a million dollars but like if you're not if you're not being involved in your community and having like face-to-face interactions like that's not a fulfilling fulfilled life and not even necessarily involved in your community business-wise, but just, no. like, going Enjoy- out and, like, enjoying local restaurants or right. going out and, like, enjoying the services offered to you, like, surfing or something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like, getting out there, being with people because it is when you're saying, oh, I can run an online business from my laptop, that is synonymous with I will work by myself all day long. 
And like, mm-hmm. we don't want you guys to do that. So we really want you to get out there. And, and well, what I was saying before I got on my rant was that it might sound, it might feel uncomfortable, but the more you do it, the more you like doing it. And the more like connections you make and the more comfortable you are with the people that you're around. Like my example is always coffee shops. The more you show up at a coffee shop, the more the people are going to know you and you will feel better about going. And so of course the last two months for me have been, have been just exponential um, in how many connections that I've been able to make. And I just feel so lucky to live in the community I live in. Like I love slow and that I'm not just like sitting in my room on a laptop and not taking advantage of the people in my community and like the closeness that I can have with them. It's just, I would feel if I had, if I took like two different paths and I did the online business thing or I did the, what I'm doing now and I compared them to, I would feel so robbed of like the joy that I get from being around these people and the joy that they bring my business. It makes it so much more fun for me to be like, Oh cool. Like Literally, I get to wake up every morning and I'm stoked to go to work, quote unquote work, because I go to a coffee shop for three or four hours. I get a lot done and I get to see a lot of people who love seeing me and like I get to have an excuse to like look good, which makes me feel good. We talk about that in another episode. I'm having like a literally, I feel this in my heart right now. Like I feel like I'm getting emotional, but like I love that. So if I had to wake up every morning and be by myself for four or five hours, like I wouldn't be that pumped on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which yeah. is funny because I think that I am a little bit more introverted than you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do wake up and spend that much time alone by myself. Yeah. Sometimes. But yeah. I will say, though, like, I feel the itch where I go to personal training or I go to the gym just because mm-hmm. it's nice to, like, leave. But, like, yes. I'm a little bit more, like, okay with that alone time a yes. little bit. But I'm still a facer. Totally. And you know what? That's a Other really- times of the day. Yeah. I definitely, like, have – we've talked about this before, I have low stamina to work by myself for a long period of time, but I also couldn't be like at the coffee shop for like 12 hours a day. I couldn't be like communicating with people all day long. Um, so it's important to have the balance, which is where like the spacer part comes in. I would say a big thing for me too is like, of course, Asia and I were already practicing being facers before we had a name for it. But I will say a big thing for me too, is that when you start doing it more often, you really build a lot of confidence. So it's a lot easier to be like, Oh yeah, well, here's what I do if you ever want to work together or if you ever want to ask me questions, here yeah. you go. It just gets a lot easier and the elevator pitch rolls out. And yes. that's what I just notice is that if you keep going, that part gets easier too. So mm-hmm. if it becomes a more regular thing, it's just easy. You also see like when you first start and you are not getting – like, let's say you've been going to a coffee shop for a week. The barista still doesn't know your name. You've, like, you haven't all of a sudden had 12 more clients. Like, you're like, this is kind of lame. Page Asia lied to me. This is not all it's cracked up to be. But the more that you do it, the more you see that, like, planting seeds is a real thing. And it does take – it takes some time. So, like, the fact now that you've been there for three weeks, you've been there for a month, and then you see, like, the fruit of your labor, it just is more – it's not, it's less having faith in what we're saying and more just realizing that it is true. It just does take some time and so you're like building relationships like being a facer isn't about like oh how can I get more clients out of the people I play volleyball with it's just about building relationships um, and that does take time and it's it gets so much more fun and so much easier the more you do it for sure yeah I was actually having this conversation with my best friend last night when we went to the gym together and her family co-owns a local restaurant and we were talking a little bit about networking too and we were talking about her dad and I said to her you know, like how bad would it be if like her dad never talks about his business and yeah. he just had the mindset that like, oh, why would I even bother? Like this person's going to come in and like eat from me like one time or like maybe they'll come like once or twice a year or something. But yeah. you never know where that person works. So it could be right. the lunch spot every single day or it, yeah, it could turn into a catering job because they do offer catering for like a 200 person event. So never undervalue the potential of it because it will come later it could come into fruition like over a year later exactly yeah but i've had experiences like that a hundred percent totally and then also i like what you said too it's just about building relationships like don't even try not to even let like the money mindset enter your mind just be like oh i'm like i met a cool new person today and like maybe one day it'll evolve right right um, and just like you were saying, like, you never know who somebody is. So like, let's say Paige and I had never met, like, not that I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad that Paige and I met because she hired me for her senior photos, but there's just so much that you've brought to my life. And that's that to be said about everybody, you know? So you don't want to like let opportunities leave because you're too shy to say something. Wonderful. That was a lot of good thoughts in that. There. Yeah, that's great. That was, we're just, what did you call it? Reinforcing. 
As yeah, we're kind of reinforcing what we said over these yes past yeah. episodes. Okay, episode two, we talked about the flip side, which was um, how to be a spacer and how to get how to build your online presence, how to have a lot of fun, and how to be legitimate. So I would say for us that since we recorded this episode, I kind of fell back in love with Snapchat. Yes. You have been like gung ho all the time. There was a time in the summer where I kind of was like, eh. how long have we been snapping? Good God. I was thinking the same thing the other day because I was, I had came across an old video and I was like, whoa, that was a long time ago. I have my, definitely saves your snaps like in a different album. I'm going to see when my first one was saved. My first snap was on February 24th or like the first one that I like when I really started snapping. That's incredible. That's almost a year. Whoa! That's insane. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a snap anniversary. <gasps> it's gonna be a party. What am I doing? I'm looking at my calendar right now. I'm gonna plan something. It's gonna be so fun. Okay, oh and God. also when we talk about well, where where do you think that Snapchat falls in the facer and spacer like line? Mm. That's a very good point. Yeah. I would say I would say that I think so I've noticed Snapchat is finally getting popular with business owners. Yes. And there was a lot of time online where I would see people just like talking smack about it. And they'd be like, I don't get the point. I don't know how to convert it. I don't understand how it will help my business. Mm-hmm. Like, how do people find me? You know, the yeah, laundry that's list. So true that, like, I can't, I can't have, I totally remember this when I was like, I can't have engagement and I can't blah, 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 blah. And like me, you, Alex Beaton, we've been doing this thing for a while now. Yes, and, like, I feel like we understood it, and it's just about, it's very equivalent to being a vlogger on YouTube. It's very similar. It's about being personal, like, not just being, like, sell, sell, sell all the time, showing people the fun part of your business and the human aspect of your business, which is amazing. It's about being transparent, for sure. Yeah, so to answer your question, it's definitely an online thing, but it feels so intimate that I would say it, like, borderlines on being a facer thing. Yeah, it's a crossover app for sure because people are interested in it locally and but you can also reach people and it can be interesting to them like, you know, from anywhere in the world. Um, and it's such a it's a huge way to make people feel like they know you, which is huge. Like the no like and trust factor is a real like progression. Um, no like trust buy and people tell me all the time like, "Oh, I've been following your snap for months and I like I watch you every day." Actually, funny spacer slash facer moment. Like, I don't know, three, maybe four years. When when did I move back from France? Whenever that was, 2012, 100 years ago, it feels like. Um, I went to breakfast and there was a waiter and I, a waitress, and I told her, somehow we got each other's number. She's a, she wanted to be a photographer or something. And we had each other on Facebook. I haven't spoken to her in four years. So didn't, no, whatever. I invited her to my clothing swap because I just invited everybody in slow. And then I think she messaged me and I was like, Oh, she, she messaged me. She's like, I just want you to know that I watch your snaps all the time. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't even know if you'd remember me because we met one time for, like, 20 minutes. And she's like, yeah, I have you on Snapchat. And I think you're hilarious. I'm like, that is so great. That's so wonderful that someone who I met four years ago who I would really have loved to connect with more was is able to, like, feel like they know me because they follow me on Snapchat. I don't know how I missed it and I didn't follow her back, but that's how that happened. I don't know how that happened. But anyway, it is a total space or face or thing for sure is my point. It's totally awesome. I will say my one hang up with it is that, like, when I see my close friends and I want to tell them a story and I go into detail a little bit more about something, yeah. I feel like they've already heard me talk about it on Snapchat yes. a little bit. Yes. But I don't know. That just comes with the territory, I guess, of being on social media. I've noticed, like, even at Christmas when I see my family at holiday times, like, I'll start telling them something and they're like, oh, yeah, I saw it on Facebook. You already and I'm know. Like, well. Hey, you know I'm what? Like, Let's just not talk then. Just read on Facebook and I'm not even going to talk to you. <laughs> yeah that's just but I guess that's that's maybe a good thing because it just shows that you're sharing enough parts of your life online oh, yeah with other people so mm-hmm. it just kind of comes with comes with yeah. it I mean like either you have to decide like do I want to tell do I want to sit and tell my grandma everything once a year or do I want her to like know what I'm doing all year long you know and I think that that's great that she can feel like she's a part of it I my very first blog was called because my grandma doesn't have Facebook and that's <laughs> I just wanted to know what I was doing. Now she got a Facebook, so that was, that was really great. Um, but we talked about there's several ways to get involved online. Like that could be Snapchat for sure, um, which mm, that it you know what? It doesn't fall squarely. Like if you're doing Snapchat, don't feel like you're a facer or don't feel like you're a spacer. Like you, it definitely falls in between the two, but there are other things you can do to like be a legitimate spacer. Um, that because like, I think it's important to note because it, 
the complaints that people have about it are somewhat valid. It is hard to find you on it and not yes. everyone has it. So yeah. that's why like it, it's good. Mm-hmm. But like that's why we always say the website's super important. The website is the most important thing. Um, and if you guys have listened to us for any amount of time, you probably already have a website, which is awesome. And then like remembering that a website's not something you put up once and you're done with it and that you're continually updating your portfolio, etc. Having a blog is – of course, you know that Paige and I are both very – like. We love the whole blogging thing, vlogging, and this is where we can say, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. Don't do it because we want you guys to really be authentic with what you're putting out. And if you're forcing yourself to do something you're not comfortable doing, don't do it. That's okay. Yeah, and that's then totally fine. But yeah, that's why that's why the argument you made before that like do do the facer thing because that's just you being a person talking to people. Yes, like there. Yeah, and I mean, we're not saying like, oh, you should definitely start a volleyball club. Like, obviously, don't do that. But like, yes, you need to. And I guess the same can goes. Yes, you need to be online. Yes, you need to be face to face. And the ways that you make make those things happen is definitely up to you. Don't do something you're super uncomfortable with. Talking to people is a must, though, in both of them. And other ways that you can do that online. I feel like I'm being very mean. Like, I feel like my face is mean right now. But you have to talk to people. I just think. Not even the phrase, you have to talk to people. Mm -hmm. You have to tell people about what you do. Yes. There's that too. Yes. But you need to not just tell them what to do. You need to be building relationships. And it takes practice and that's totally fine. Um, Or maybe it doesn't make you great at it and good for you. So great. This is lovely. Another way that you can do that online is Facebook groups. A really great way to talk to people um, and just like through Facebook. And we've like, as you know, Facebook or Facebook and I, Facebook and I met through Paige. Paige and I met through Facebook, um, and it's just such a great resource for people who will definitely build you up in business and in life. It's, it's crazy. I've been thinking about – I was, like, writing out some oh, – I don't know how to say this. Let's see. I've been thinking about people I built relationships with mm-hmm. this past year, six months or whatever, and right. some, some people, I'm like, how did we even meet? And I go, oh, yeah, it yeah. was in a Facebook group. I had no idea. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like local people too. Actually, I would say actually majority of the relationships I've built in Facebook groups were local people who I ended up meeting with later and working with together. So cool. And I would argue that it feels more comfortable to start a relationship with them online if you're more of a spacer. And maybe that's a way to do it. Maybe start connecting with people online that you could meet up with locally. Um, And that's like a way for you to feel more comfortable when you meet up with them. Not that that's your your thing, but it is, it's a real thing. You know, that makes a lot of sense. You're more comfortable with people you already have a relationship with. So mm-hmm. that is so, so great. And if you guys have like any questions about the way that, that you can get connected more online or in person, definitely listen to our first two episodes. I mean, we could say that at the end of every recap, but definitely feel free to email us and like be like, hey, these are the things I do or I don't want to do. Like what, like what other recommendations do you have for us? Because we feel really strongly that this would really, really improve all aspects of your life. Um, so a huge benefit of building relationships with people is that a lot of those relationships or some of them, or maybe only one of them could turn into a creative friendship. So our episode three, I feel like this is when we were in a video, we would have like a slideshow thing, like episode three, the important picture of us. Yes. (laughs) And this was the first video that Paige and I made together, um, on YouTube and it was called the importance of creative friendships. And we talked about how us being a spacer and us being a facer combined, us being crossovers, led to the relationship that we have and the benefits of having creative friendships and how we think everyone should have a creative friend. So important to our businesses this year, our friendship, mm-hmm. our podcast, everything. Um, I would say since we recorded this episode, we have built really great new creative friendships. Um, I would say that Paige, number two, Yes. You meet with her so regularly now. Yeah. And you didn't know her when we recorded this episode. No. I'm trying to think of when I met her. I met her right before the blog panel. Okay, November 19th. Okay, so when did we record that? November 18th? That's so funny. Yeah. So that is wow. so crazy. Okay, the day after we recorded this episode, I met up with Paige Schmidt, if you guys know, um, does Healthy Hits the Spot. And since then, we've been meeting every weekday at a coffee shop. And we've done, of course, other fun things um, on the weekends. And she has been huge because when Paige 1.0 left me, I was so sad and desolate on my business time by myself. And now I have Paige 2.0 who meets with me every morning. And it just that's a huge reason why I also love getting up and going to work at the coffee shop because I have Paige to go with. um, And she's working on her own blog and her finally free program. So I don't feel like... 
I feel accountable to do work because someone else is doing work with me. But then I also am like, oh, hey, I have this idea or blah, 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 and we can go back and forth. And in the episode um, that we had in November, we talked about like the five things, five reasons that we definitely think everyone needs to have a creative friend. We talked about how it expands your network, how it's how you can have somebody to bounce ideas off of, doing awesome collaborations, and the fact that you are who you surround yourself with. So if you're surrounding yourself with a creative, business-minded people um, and someone that you like, obviously, that you're spending time with, then you are going to be more like that person. And, and for me, that's who I spend every person I spend with, spend time with, I want to be more like in one way or the other. Um, not that I don't love myself, obviously, but it is just true. Like you become more like the people you associate with. And then also like the fun things you can do with other creatives, like are endless. I love like all of our like random creative adventures. So, so fun. I wonder if like the world just brings pages into your life. <laughs> that would be like, so- as soon as I was gone, you had someone to report. I know. Me. That is so funny. I mean, not as soon as there was a couple months where I was sad without any of my pages. It's fine. Um, that would be so funny to like, if she moved or something, which she's not, thank goodness, like another page popped in. That would be, hilarious. be hilarious. Or but like just, you just, you'd find the person and be like, I'm going to call you page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah. You are my page right now. Um, I do think that God like really does bring in my life, like certain people, like, well, he does probably for everyone, for certain people at certain times, you know, and, um, and I think for me, those people I can always tell the most are my creative friends. So I feel really blessed that I've always had, you know, someone around that can, they can be that for me. And I just, I don't even want to think about my life without it. Be sad and lonely. To be sad and lonely. Yeah. And you've built some friendships, I feel like in the last three or four Yeah. I was going to say for me, I might've talked about this in the third episode, but definitely like post-grad, life is a weird time to make mm-hmm. friends especially like I moved away from California and back to Arizona and um not that like staying in slow would have been that like friend filled for me I knew you and Mallory outside of Cal Poly but like all my friends moved away so it's not yeah. like I'm like oh I moved and like everyone's still there you know right I felt a little bit sad that you guys were still behind. That was hard because for a long time I was like, I'm going to move and all my friends are going to move too. And I'm not going to have any emotional connection to slow. And to then slow. you met us and we just and then I met you down. Right. The rest is history. Sorry. No, but, but, um, so for me moving back to like where I grew up is has, has had some benefits. My best friend still lives here, my boyfriend and some of my other close friends. So, mm-hmm. Um, definitely like, I don't feel not surrounded by friends, but they are not necessarily people who own creative businesses. Right. So it's been really fulfilling for me to meet new people that I can talk about business with that are my age. And I knew it was important and I feel lucky that I have something that's like an excuse for me to meet new people. Like, Oh, let's get coffee. Because normally like, I don't think like girls just like go get coffee together actually that is a lie I met two really awesome friends that way and they were like oh do you want to just get coffee like to get to know each other and it worked out well so yeah I guess I'm really lucky to have them from both sides but um that's been pretty awesome in my post-grad life yes that is that's a really that's a really good point that you have moved in and you have such a unique perspective on what it's like to build a facer community in an area that you just moved to, even though you have connections there. Um, that's something that like our listeners might be able to relate to. Like I've been in slow for almost 10 years. And so like, of course it's, it makes me feel more comfortable to go out and talk to people because chances are I'm going to know some of the people already, mm-hmm. but if you're moving to a new community, like Paige's experience that right now. And um, so I think that's great. Yeah, it's really fun. I will say, too, like, um, one person in particular is Nicole, who coordinated my Madewell event. I know I've talked about her on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's someone who, like, that could have been, like, a one-and-done relationship. I never saw her again. Yeah. But then I found out, like, she was really sweet, and we got along. And then I found out she was yeah. starting her own business. So it was, like, we had more things to talk about. Totally. And um, I honestly see her, like, I don't know, not super, super often, but, like, that's the point of, like, why online stuff is so cool like we text each other she listens to the podcast so like it doesn't feel like oh I haven't seen you and like it's awkward like yeah so she's someone who she's probably gonna listen to this and like we've been Hmm. meaning to get coffee but it was like the holidays so I'll probably see her soon so she'll probably be like oh hey (laughs) let's hang out that's good that's cool that's great that you can bring the space world into the face world I should have talked about her business too we might have mentioned it before, but it's called Mostly Strangers. She features a lot of creatives. It's a really great yeah. project, and I've been enjoying, like, hearing her stories of how it's been building up. Yeah. So 
this I feel like our things go pretty like well in order like they really do like blend one thing to another so we're talking about building your offline presence your online presence that builds relationships which builds friendships which gets us through episode one two and three and then episode four is how to blur the lines between personal and professional because once you get into once you do build relationships with people you are realizing that they are your friends or also your clients um, and so it is tough to be like should I give you a discount or there's so many things that go on that which we talk about in episode four, which we called How to Blur Lines Between Personal Professional Gossiping Pricing and the Kardashians. Yeah, so like one example of this, I forgot to bring it up when we talked about getting more involved with your local community, but I've been going to the same church since a very young age. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I couldn't go while I was in school and kind of like in the summer was a lull. So like I've been going again Mm -hmm. when I can. I've been like out of town, which is... Yeah, happens. A setback, it happens. <laughs> but, um, like, these are people that I have known since I was, like, eight years old. Mm-hmm. So it can be so easy to be like, oh, like, just have it for free. Yeah. And, like, for example, even um, one member bought a print from me and I brought it and it was, like, um, they, like, didn't have the money ready that day. So I was like, oh, it's okay. And, like, that link, like, I didn't necessarily mean, like, Oh, it's okay, don't pay me. But I also didn't feel like I would have a grudge about it. Like, it was for a print. But, like, I realized, like, that language doesn't really, like, scream confidence or, like, hey, I want to be paid, you know? So, but, like, it was the holiday season. Like, it's, like, someone I've known forever. Like, it would be the the kind of thing that would be okay. But you do have to... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the lines get blurry there. But you do have to think, like, this person could become a client again in the future from you. Yeah. For a larger order or project or commission and you want to establish the professionalism now so it can be so easy to be like oh like just take it yeah totally yours because we're like friends and we also talked about like what professional means because it does kind of have this negative connotation that like if you're professional in your friendships then you're like cold and that's like not what it means like we really were encouraging you guys in this episode to be just more professional in person and that can mean just like being being like upfront about what the expectations are or being like punctual. Um, and it's not, it's not bad for friendships to be professional at all. And, um, what else we talked about? We also talked about the opposite. Like if you are a client of your friends and like how to respect their business and like therefore respect them as a person and not expecting discounts from your friends who are business owners. Yeah. It's funny too. And now like, it's like if you encounter people like that, it's almost like, Oh, I don't know. I still try to give people benefit of the doubt, but I'm like, oh, that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Like if they want discounts from you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, no, I think so too. And I think it's really great when you have someone who's like, like we talked about this in this episode where you were like, no, I want you, like, I'm going to pay you a full price for a senior shoe. And like, I would never be like, hey, Paige, you really want those greeting cards? You want to just go ahead and send me some? Like, no, I will, I will buy them from you. Um, and we also talked about this episode about the Kardashians because they definitely teach us the do's and don'ts of professionalism with personal things because the mom is the manager. Yeah. That's a huge thing. That's, I mean, I don't know nothing about working. I don't know nothing about working with family. My mom is my accountant. But other than that, that must be tricky. But they do it pretty well. It must be very tricky. Although I did read an article about uh, something about, like, Kim said she was actually, like, the mastermind behind all of her stuff. Like, Chris had no idea she was going to do that paper magazine shoot. With, oh, like, I saw that butt. Chris was, like, not happy about it. Yeah, she was like, I don't, I don't agree with all their decisions. So that was kind of yeah. funny. Like they just take the reins. They anyway, do. that's Kardashian. Yes, <laughs> that's a little knowledge for you there. And then we can really skim over episode five because we were really to the point with that and saying that like, don't wear sweatpants outside of the house. When you leave the house, you want to look pre- like presentable, professional, authentic to who you are and who your brand is because you don't know who you're going to run into. And that sounds like a surface level statement, but it's just a fact. That's that's that. So funny. Just one thing about this. I think on this episode, I talked about how I had to meet some new people wearing an, a rock climbing outfit, like post rock climbing sweatiness. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure this one guy, like I've seen him again in public, like three more times, like in the local like spots. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he has no idea who I am because he doesn't is- recognize me, not in workout clothes. Oh my gosh. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's really cool that you work out that much that people don't recognize you in and out or whatever. 
you are I mean, so- it was like his his like so his first impression of me was that and I'm like, "Uh, oh, so dear." I mean, that means basically like disappear under a tunnel after rock climbing glass to your house. I'm just kidding. But you are I was just looking over our notes and we said you're a walking advertisement for your brand. That is yep. a real thing and I want you guys to remember it. It's totally fine if you're coming from the gym and you want your Starbs immediately. Um but like don't come in frazzled, you know, like at 8 in the morning and like looking a hot mess. Don't do it. Nope. So in episode six, we talked about setting boundaries with friends when you're self-employed with a flexible schedule, not feeling guilty, and prioritizing your flexibility. And this comes up all the time. And I found myself actually doing this to someone else, which made me feel really sad. Um, Page 2.0 the other day, I was like, hey, like, you want to go to Wings on Wednesday with me? I think it was Wednesday, and I called her and was like, do you want to go in like 30 minutes? She's like, oh, I'm actually working till 6. And it was really great that she was not like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have so much work to do. Or like... I could, but I really wanted to blah, blah. She just, no excuses. Like, I'm actually working until 6. And I like had a lot of respect for her for saying that. And it definitely inspired me to stick with my schedule, even if someone calls, like, I want to go to lunch. And really, I could, but I can't, though. I have work to do. I mean, of course, like, one of the benefits of being self-employed is that you do have a flexible schedule. So, but not feeling guilty when you're deciding to not use your flexibility for one thing or the other. Like, you are allowed to go to lunch if you want to with someone, and you can also say no, just because you have the time and you don't have a boss doesn't mean you have to say yes to every social engagement at all. Um, so really not feeling guilty about that. And if I wanted to go to lunch with John in the middle of the day, but if someone else called me, I said, no, I have to work, I'm totally fine making that decision. And I think we have more guilt about it because we have more freedom, um, but we don't have more. We do, but we don't, you know? Yeah. I do try to say yes when I can, but... Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, if you can't say yes at that time, just reschedule it to another time. It's fine. And it's fine. And um, it's funny. I'm, like, very flexible with it. Like, one thing is if, if Jake calls me, I will always take that call. Or, like, if he wants to do something. Mm-hmm. I, we've talked about this. If he's, like, I want to go to the comic book store. And I'm, like, uh, I only have one hour. I'm, like, let's go. You're going. I'm ready. Totally. We had some scripts for you. If you're, like, I want to say no, you can be, like, oh, my gosh. That sounds so tempting. I'm trying to give myself some like normal work hours so I can be a normal person, whatever that means. How about let's get together at five? Or I'm actually like on a roll, let's go at three. Um, or saying like, hey, this isn't a good time on a deadline and I'm drowning. Can I call you back at another time? Or in case none of those work for you, like, hey, so happy you called. You called at a great time. I have five minutes to chat, but then I have to get to back to editing. What's up? How are you? And then sticking to that also. And remembering that your friends aren't trying to bother you, even if it might feel bothersome. And so trying to let them know, like, I actually really need to be working right now. Um, like, and Or having them not call you. Like, sometimes my friends will call me and I'll always want to go. And so I'm like, just don't call me because then I'm going to want to go and that's not what's best for me. Yeah. Yes. Great. Love it. Our next episode was, of course, number seven, the power of a year, probably a personal favorite of Asia and I's, yes. really talking about growth over the course of the year. So I think that we covered that one. So we're going to jump into episode eight, yes. which is how to start and continue dropping hints about your business. And we're getting pretty close here to like the last few episodes. So this is going to be very relevant, mm-hmm. but we'll try to contribute what new information we can. Absolutely, because you guys have probably just listened to this episode, how we talk about, like, once you build your relationships. Well, I guess not really building, no. Okay, so you guys probably just listened to this episode, so you guys just heard it recently. But if not, we talked about how once you're getting comfortable being a facer, how you can drop hints about your business on your volleyball. I don't know why volleyball is my uh, example today. I kind of liked it today that it was, like, a common thread. Yes, we liked it. We'll talk about volleyball the whole time. Um, And so how to not just interact with people and be a facer that way, but you have to be talking about, like Paige said, you have to be talking about your business with them. And so we talked about how that's imperative to your crossover game, really. Um, And if someone doesn't ask you what you do because they feel like they kind of know you, it's kind of awkward to be like, hey, we've been playing volleyball together for six months, but I don't know what it is that you do. Um, And we said like, okay, cool. Like, hope you guys have a great day. I'm going to go do a photo shoot. Or, oh my gosh, I was painting this thing the other day and it reminded me of blah, blah, blah. So telling stories is a really great way to get people interested in what you're doing, et cetera. Et cetera? That's how I say that word. Et cetera. <laughs> that is not how it's said. Yeah. Have you had any moments where you kind of like told people what you do um, in like a natural way? I have an example. So um, my best friend from France, her name is Audrey, and she lives in New York right now. And she came out to visit last year at some time. And we, we took a nice little road trip down to Santa Barbara and down to L.A. maybe. 
yeah, we spent a couple of days in Santa Monica. Not important. On the way, we stopped and saw her best friend from college, Lauren. And I had met her once before because she visited us in France. And I don't think she really know what I knew what I did at all. And um, I was saying that on the road trip, we were going to stop and take a bunch of pictures because I'm a photographer and I'm really interested. You know, that sounds so great to me. Audrey's a great model. So fun. And because she knew I was a photographer, she asked me if I would take her and her boyfriend's um, Christmas card pictures. We did it in the summer, but she's like, oh, cool. I'm a professional photographer here. That'd be great. And I was like, yeah, it's really fun. No problem. And then guess who just hired me to shoot their wedding? She. <gasps> Isn't that great? So I could have just yeah. been like, hey, this is cool. I'm meeting my like friend's friend and, you know, not said anything about we were just going to dinner and whatever. And if I wouldn't have mentioned that, so many opportunities wouldn't happen. Now I get to travel to Austin and take their engagement photos in May and I get to go back. Um, and I don't have any other connection with her that would have made it obvious that that's what I do. So I'm really glad I took that opportunity. And I wasn't thinking like, oh, I hope she becomes my client in the future. But it's just very natural for me. A photographer is part of who I am and I want to tell that to people. So that happened after we had that episode. Um, I love that story. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think like on the spot right now, I'm having trouble thinking of like a, how I wove something into conversation story. But I will tell something that happened this weekend. And I think it is a goal, good rule of thumb that yes. you should always have business cards or something with you, even in the most unexpected places. So yes. this weekend I went camping with my friends in Sedona and we're coming down the mountain, walking down the trail, and I'm wearing my Cal Poly t-shirt. Oh. And this guy is like, Cal Poly? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I graduated in June. And he's like, uh, my daughter graduated from there in 2011. And I was like, oh, I say architecture. And he told me she studied psych. And he's like, did you get a job yet? Like, how's that going? And I was like, I actually work for myself. I'm an artist. And he's like, oh, wow, like, good for you. That's really cool perfect opportunity to give someone my information who's like obviously hiking through Arizona which is like very related to the type of artwork I create and like someone who's like close to his daughter's age probably would have been great but like I was I had nothing on me oh sad I hate that I never I we've talked before I'm not not a business card person Mm -hmm. and so I don't have those things so I tend to just give people email or like let me give you my name because thankfully this is what's nice about being a personal brand is we can just do names and not have to be like oh I'm Paige Poppy from Studio Skate or whatever so it's to be like oh I'm just Paige Poppy you can search me and you'll find anything from me that's a really yes and the nature of the conversation was kind of like we're walking on the trail like past each other so by the time I'm like telling him what I do we're like you know yeah yeah 20 30 feet away from each other so at that point I was like like, you know, eh, let me just a chance thing. It's a really good point that there should be tools that you have when you are trying to drop hints, which is like having a business card or something like that. Um, so that's it makes thing. it easier for you. And then because that is a hard step to be like, hey, let me give you my name. Because that's kind of like putting yourself pretty out there. Totally, it's pretty totally. forward. Like, hey, you might want to look me up, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the business I mean. card is easier. Like, here you go. Yeah. Move on. I'm like, you should know who I am. That's what I tell people. You don't know <laughs> me. Just kidding. I'm kind of just joking. But only a little bit. Um, okay. <laughs> what was that? Episode eight? Yes, 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 yes. So now we're already at episode nine, which was last week's episodes. Yeah. So episodes. Episode. episode. <laughs> Six keys to making the most out of your slow season. And we just talked about this. So do we have anything new to contribute to the conversation? Do we? Do we? I, you know, my slow season is over. So it has, it has like, not been slow for me. It has not been slow. And I think that I did take advantage of my slow season when it happened, um, which we talked about last episode. But now, and even last week, I was like, you know, I'm still kind of enjoying. It's it's over. It is over now. But now I'm grateful. I like just want to like, reinforce that taking advantage of my slow season made this busy season so much better. One thing, for example, I did during my slow season was reorganize my office space. And now I feel like it's so much more useful for me. I would have never been like, let's rearrange the office like during my busy season while I have like 14 million shoots at it. Um, and so now I have my first wedding is coming up this weekend. And before that, I really took time to, to like make myself feel better in my space. And that's making a huge difference already. And so that's another really great example of something you can do during the slow season is just reassessing your environment and the things that you could do that take some time to make you feel more comfortable or more productive. Um, and so, yeah, that's my new thing I have to contribute. Good. I thought of one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one. Mine is that I feel like the hustle is usually real for most people. Like, 
Monday through Friday. Like, even if it's slow, you can, like, find things to do. For me, like, during the busy season with Christmas and everything, I did so many events on the weekends that, like, I didn't have a weekend, a full weekend where I could leave. So that's why, like, traveling has been really nice for me. And I feel really refreshed, like, doing nothing all weekend related to, well, I still really enjoy sketching and taking photos and, like, sharing them, but I don't have to, like, answer emails, you know? Right. And definitely taking advantage of that actually having a free weekend is really nice. That's so nice. I bet you guys had a really great weekend. It was so fun. Jake and I are thinking of going camping once a month now because he is quite the outdoorsman, like, very a lot of skills and i don't know why we've never gone camping together it's actually kind of strange so we're like oh why have we been doing this our whole lives that we've known each other for five and a half years that's okay that sounds like so much fun i would love to go camping i can't wait for all of all of our trips together because that sounds so fun me either okay let's wrap this up because i have a meeting in two minutes okay Okay, everybody, I know that you guys have been loving listening to all of our episodes, and I hope that this was a new way for you to re-enjoy the episodes. Pages make, what do you like, what kind of face is that? I don't know. (laughs) For you guys to be reinforced about the messages that we were sending, we would, of course, love to hear how each episode or a certain episode has affected you. Affected you sounds like infected you. That's weird. Um, Has made an impact in what you have what do you have done with new information and inspiration? We hope you've been infected with this face-to-face bug. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. That is so funny. And let us know if you guys like the recap. Because Yeah, would- let us know what you thought about this. We really thought it was a great idea. I was looking forward to it because I really do feel like I have grown from each of the episodes. Absolutely. Wanted to hop back into those touch base. Maybe cool. we can do it again in the next 10 or so episodes. Yeah. See where we're at. Um, we'll be flexible with that based on guest schedule and whatnot, but I thought it was a good thing to do. And, um, I also think it's really easy with like self-help type of stuff and like with your business and learning, it's easy just to like go through it and like never think about it again, but it's good to kind of like regurgitate the information and touch back on it. Yeah. Or it's good to, it's like, okay, so this week, um, like I'm going to do this and then you don't do it ever again. Cause you're like, okay, that's, that was like the episode this week. That's what I'm working on next week. I'll work on the next thing, but everything, just like you said in the very beginning, it's not just like a check in the box, you know, it's like you still continue have to have to work on these things all the time and then they get more comfortable and easier and better and become a part of your workflow. Love it. Love it. So guys, we're going to wrap it up. We hope you enjoyed the recap and as always, We are sending all of the positive and creative vibes your way. And we hope you're having a fabulous freaking week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Space to Face brought to you by Asia Croson and Paige Poppy. To find out more about us and get episodes delivered straight to your inbox each week, please check out our website at space2face.com. Until our next episode, we hope you'll apply what you've learned today to nurture both the online and face-to-face aspects of your business. And until then, we thank you and we will see you in our next one.